Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what PGV is all about. Everything you do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to your own benefit. You work in and that is what is going That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Amen. So, we've been on the three for, this is the sixth week, right? Talking about healing. Now, someone may say, ah, what is soon? I'm getting bored. I will call you Nepios, baby. Glory to God. Baby Christian, you know. The matter believer doesn't mind, you know, taking something in over and over and over. In fact, when you say, I'll ask you, this week now, how many things did you hear? If you tell me 20, you can start to swing. You actually got it. But if right now you're not yet there yet, then you should desire to keep hearing it more and more and more until it speaks. Now, one issue usually has is this. People get bored before they get right into it. So, they taste a drop, a drop or little gulps, and they just get satisfied. They stop pressing in. They stop reading about it. They stop reading and yelling about it. So, they just, it, just stops, it just stops there. Now, if you will grow in any Christian truth, there is a need to take it in over and over and over and over and over again. Amen. Faith is active where knowledge is active. Glory to God. So, we will continue eating until God says, okay guys, you have tried. Amen. So, let's talk more about healing. Before I go to healing, eh? see, you know, we talk a lot in GC about healing, working of miracles, you know, um, gifts of the Spirit, growing in grace, growing in knowledge, growing in things of God, right? Now, we care about your secular life, really. Okay? But in, in different seasons, we have different focuses. You get my point here? So, we talk, talk about marriage for a month, about relations for a month, about finance, about career. We do all that, right? But right now, we are focusing on this, okay? Now, it doesn't, doesn't mean this is all we do, right? And this is where we are. So we also care, you know, God cares about, about, about your material life. God needs you to have money. Actually, God needs you to have money. Do you know that? God needs you to have money. There are bills to work in. There are bills to pay for the kingdom. God needs you. So God is not saying don't have money. You get? He's not saying don't have, you know, don't have a, your baby girl life. Glory to Jesus. He's not saying that, you know, God wants you to, to live abundantly. To live well. To live well. I want you to prosper even as your soul prospers. Okay? So we are molding a believer. Believers that will be all round successful. Okay? We must also understand priority. First things first, then others follow. Now, this is a technical people might make. Um, you, you have to focus to the money, to the marriage, to the um, career, and all that. Yes, 
We want those things to happen here, but in God's kingdom, there is an order. Seek ye first, kingdom of God, righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. He says the Gentiles, they run after these things, but he says you, you will not be like that. You, you will seek him first, and he will add to you. Do you understand? So people might run after, you know, all their head when you meet them up in the morning. When you, um, when you wake up, ah, one billionaire. Now, something like that. You understand? But God is saying, you, your case should be different, that you should be preoccupied with kingdom. That even in your pursuit for material prosperity, you are still, you know, you still go about with that kingdom mindset that all I have is the Lord's. Do you understand? So even when you have the resources, okay, you are not urging. You are, you know, you are liberal to do good works. Paul told Timothy, there's one who's right amongst you to be rich in good works. Using your material prosperity for kingdom, says, be rich in good works. So in the kingdom of God, then, it's not who has the biggest bank balance, but who is richer in good works. You get that? So we are not, we are not just the, ah, you know, some people now, they are, they are billionaires in dollars, right? When you not take off one naira, they get depressed. Because they want that to go to the main intact. You know what I'm when you say, ah, I have 100k, and he said, give me 5k, ah, it's for my, my, my own figure. You know, don't let things have a hold of your heart. Okay? We are allowed to own things, but they should not own us. Abraham was super wealthy. Okay? But the wealth did not have Abraham. Amen. So, Abraham had a child, just had enough Abraham. Isaac did not have him. He had Isaac. So he didn't mind letting Isaac go for God. That's the point. Now, whatever you hold, your boyfriend too. You need your boyfriend to Jesus. Amen. That's the point. That you have things. Things don't, they don't consume you. Amen. You get my point here? You are willing to, you know, to leave kingdom first. Very important, okay? Very important. See, as I always say, when they want to trick you, it tricks you with your desires. James said, no, you say what is tempting you. No. It is your temp- your things that you like. The devil is to tempt you. What do you like? You want money. You want, you know, a quality of Brazilian wig. You want 50k. You want one of 250k. You know, open your leg, right? Amen. So, it is things you like, the devil is to tempt you to attract some kingdom. You want to, want to live well. You want to have money. You want to, have, want to drive cars. You know, you want to date the most beautiful girl. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Glory to God. Okay? This is a good, very good, right? But kingdom must come first. Kingdom. Kingdom first, okay? Kingdom first. Kingdom first. Is that good? Secondly, secondly, right? Please remember this. Your entire life is ministry. Your entire life is ministry. Your relationship, your marriage, your job. Your job is ministry. In fact, the way you behave on your street is ministry. If you greet, it's ministry. If you're born everywhere, it's ministry. False ministry. False prophet. Amen. So the way we act, we will do everything. You know, in Colossians 3, in the end of 2023, Paul said, do everything in the name of the Lord. So whatever you do, in word or in deed, do as unto the Lord. So the way you behave everywhere is ministry. It's ministry. I believe in the boss. I got the conductor. It's just a ministry. Good or bad. Glory to Jesus. If you beat the driver, it's false ministry. Waiter, hi. I'm just greeting you. Amen to Jesus. Okay? Secondly, now, 
Growth in any kingdom practice requires intentional practice and learning. It requires intentional practice and learning. Whatever we are going to do in the kingdom, in fact, in our general life, whatever we will grow in requires intentional practice and deliberate learning. Go to Peter 1.31. It says, cultivate spiritual gifts. Cultivate means to, not just desire, to deliberately practice and train in spiritual gifts. So what am I going to deliberately practice? First Timothy 4. First Timothy 4. From verse 7 to 16. First Timothy 4. From verse 7 to 16. Tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance, and for this we labor and strive, that we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, and especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. But set an example for believers. Go on. In li- but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of the scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect your gift, which was given you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them, so that everyone may see you progress. Watch your life and doctrine closely. Persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Okay, so a few things there. It says, physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both your know, present life and the life to come. So Paul says, train yourself to be godly. The train there is gymnasio. It's, prop- it's actually gym. It's saying the way you gym your physical muscles to carry certain weights, to do certain physical jobs. So also, you must train yourself to be godly. It's saying you need training for spiritual things. Did you understand? So the gym there is like you are properly gym like an athlete. Not just the way people do gym, you have and you do today, you don't do tomorrow. It's like, you know, the way athletes gym every day. You know, they go to the stadium, see them sweating, running. Now, footballers every day. Every day they have to go to the stadium to run, to jog, to carry weights, to do all sorts. Why? He says they are being trained, you know, for what they do. So also, we also must constantly, deliberately practice spirituals. Whatever you succeed at in things of God, you need deliberate practice. Deliberate learning. It's like you're actually physically gymming. Now, so, for example, when you lift some weight for a particular period, like for, let me say, for three weeks or a month, and you now stop, you now go on break for two months, this is not a stop. Hi, Bukola. Yes. You now go on break for two months, and you now try to come back. What happens? It looks harder to do. You understand? But if you kept on doing it, just at the point, it, just, it, gets, it becomes almost normal to you. It becomes a little less difficult for you. So, also spiritual. Whatever you desire to grow in, you need to constantly practice. If you stop, 
it becomes harder to pick up again. So people, some people, people, you know, beginning of the year, everybody has ginger, we'll do, we'll do that so for the first, first one month, you are reading your Bible, you are praying, you know, you are carrying, you are gymming, your physical gym, you are doing all sorts, come to church, no, yes, energy for you. Then people now stop after a while. What happens? It becomes hard to pick up. People lose momentum. So to keep your momentum from the spirit, deliberately, constantly practice. So if you want to work in healing, you must constantly practice healing. You know what it means? It means you can't turn back from any sick person. If you are really practicing, you look for sick people every day to pray for. If you don't, you are not serious about going in healing. That's the, that's the truth. If all you do is just, you know, maybe once in two months, pray for the sick. You know, you're, not, you're not serious about it. It, it. it might never work for you. See, it's the truth. This is work by reason of use. Everything in the kingdom grows by reason of use. Talking in tongues, even if you just started talking tongues today, you know, you now went on, 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 on one week break. It becomes hard to kick up again. But if you are one that stays prayed up in tongues, prayer tongues come for you easy. It's not, it's not, it's nothing. Just pray in tongues. Everything in kingdom grows by constant practice. See, all things are yours. But there's a way to lay hold of everything. Number one law is the law of practice. Practice. Practice makes permanent. Practice makes effective. Even to preach the gospel, this is the way it works. Now, if you only preach once in a while, it's hard for you to preach. But if you preach every day, it becomes easy to preach. Uber guy, it becomes normal to you. So, this is the idea. Constantly practice whatever you want to do. Preach gospel, preach every day. Pray for the sick, do it every day. Practice. Practice. When you say a man of God doing big things, it's practice. It's not, it's, not, it's not that it's fell on you one day. It's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's rare that you just came one day, boom, just started being effective. It's, it's not true. We just have more practice time usually. We practice more. Do you understand? So, practice more. Pray for the sick. Pray for the sick. Okay? Gym. Be fit. That's what means taking time to pray. You know, to pray, to study, so that you are effective in, you know, in ministry. Glory to God. Is that good? So, that's what we talked about, you know, um, FAQs on healing, um, took care of the what if, the why not, why did it happen, and stuff like that. And we said, see, that don't go into healing you know, with the what is in mind. Don't go in thinking, what if he does not have faith? What if he said something bad? See, don't go in with what if. If you go with what if, you're going with a mental blockage. You're going with a mental blockage already. But going free, without any, going in with the faith of, I will pray for the sick and they will recover. Simple. Do you understand? There's a way this... Um, all the conditions give, give people, you know, a mental blockage. That's the end of, ah, it might not happen if, it might not happen if, don't go with it, it might not happen if. Don't have a theology of failure. Do you understand? Don't, in fact, it does not work. Let God tell you why. But don't be too keen on, on the why things don't work. Is that, is that good? Is that good? Very important, okay? Very important. Awesome. So, going with the mind, with the thought that 
if I lay my hands on the sick, they will recover. You know, you know this about this thing. Every what if get broken. People don't have faith, they get healed. You know that? People come with zero faith. And they get healed. So all the, all the conditions actually, they get broken. So don't go in taking conditions. Go in with one thing. God loves to heal people. If I pray, they get healed. Simple. People come to and like, don't touch me. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think about the Holy Ghost. Don't, I, don't, don't just hear me. And right there, God, touch, God touches them. They break every. Some of the, uh, the guy that, you know, took to church and, you know, can I get him with the pastor of the church then? And they have to they do they do if they have meeting, they just come and sit down. They don't, they don't pray, they don't do anything, just sit down and let the Holy Ghost just choose what, what to do. So they can start singing, start dancing, even start any song. They just move and just, they just get up like, they will dance and sit down. Yeah, they will sing. You know, just a free Holy Ghost service. And sometimes just come and sit down and do nothing, but there will be power in the atmosphere. So, one day they were in church like that. The man dropped his wife at church, went to, you know, gamble and came up, you know, to wait for the wife outside. Okay, when she went to finish, she had a and all that. But he was waiting and nothing happened. He did not come out. No, 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 in church. Nothing happened. He did not come out. He now went to check to the window. He couldn't see where. He now entered inside. I said, inside. God's spirit took him from there. Okay? He ran to the front and got saved, talking in tongues and everything. Nobody touched him. This is my point. Every condition can be broken. So don't go in with, with conditions. Is that good? Just go in believing in the love of God and that God's word is real. Good? Good? Some people even mock healing and they get healed. Some people actually mock the Holy Spirit and it touches them. And that's the woman that came to his wife. And it's always the men that have these issues. And, and that man came to his wife to church. And I can tell you, was preaching, was, was mocking, mocking him. You know, just, he was saying, and they're like, ah, he's, he's judging them, he's, he's, he's hypnotizing him, you know. Saying all sorts, see, ah, it's fake. He was talking to his wife. Ah, see, fake. He's why you, he's, he's, he's talking all sorts. And I'm talking. I was like, okay, he's on me now. He's on me now. What's on you? That's what he's doing. He's on me now. He's on me now. He's on me now. He was mocking it. See my point here? So, my point is that every condition can be broken. Don't go in thinking of the why it will not happen. Amen. So, go in with God's love and faith in His word. That, that, that's what we'll do. Okay? This also said that the faith required to heal the sick is my faith as the person that is ministered, not, not the receiver. And I explain saying that if I'm talking to a sickness, I'm talking to the sickness, not, not to the person. For example, person has malaria. Not malaria, not the person. Not the oita. It's the issue I'm talking to. So that issue has to understand me. Do you understand? So for example, person, person is being you know, demon oppressed. I'm talking to the demon, not the person. The demon has to answer me. Why? I have authority over devils. So it has to answer me. Now, said also, that we can get them healed. We can't keep them healed. So, in the case of a person who doesn't have faith, doesn't, have, doesn't, doesn't care for his work with God, now he can go back and pick up his devil, no problem. When I speak, devil has to go. Now he can pick it up again, comes back, I heal him, it goes, I pick it up, it can happen like this, but if I speak, the issue has to respond to me. If you speak, that responds to you. Is that clear enough? Clear enough? So, it depends more on you than on them. Now, don't say they do not have faith. It's a cheap excuse, actually. It's a very complete, it's very complete excuse. Ah, when you faith, you know, that makes you feel, feel free of, of, of the responsibility. It's not just on them, okay? The healing is on you. See, you are the one that carries the healing. You are giving it out. 
So it's on you to learn how to, how to disperse. Amen. Amen. Glory to Jesus. So, taking examples about you know, Christ's early ministry on the earth. John 4, 43. Glory to God. So I encourage us, okay? Listen to all the sermons for this series to help you. It's going to really help you. John 4, 43 to 54. After the two days he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus replied, you may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at, at his word and departed. While he was still on his way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, the fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and all his household believed. This was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed having come from Judea to Galilee. Awesome. So, let's go from there. First and first, said a prophet has no honor in his country. Now, this is commonly true, but it doesn't have to be true. Say that among, among believers. Now, there's a way we can begin to say, ah, so this is my sibling, so this is my brother, so this is my best friend, my roommate. We can begin to commonize with them because we know them very well. First, as believers, we must be more discerning. I must, I must know you beyond your flesh. Amen. Even for your, for your, for your, for your spouse and your relationships. Okay, see the person beyond is my girlfriend, is my, is my husband, my, is my wife. Now, when you begin to commonize the person, you know, there's a way you can cut off receipt from the person. Amen. So, whether it is, it's actually a believer, see them beyond their physical coating. See the Christ in them. Amen. So, even from your, from your bestie, you know, your roommate and stuff like that, be able to receive from fellow people by, by giving them that honor that you're a child of God, you're a man in Christ. So you honor them as one in Christ. Not just as your, your, your husband, your wife, your friend. Okay? It's why some can be so heavily anointed in public. When it gets so, nothing because at home, it's just, you know, Benro and Ajayi. They don't care for, they don't care for what I can do. See, when you, give, when you give respect to an anointing, you draw from that anointing. Amen. See, the Bible says, if you, if you welcome a prophet, name of a prophet, you get what? A prophet's reward. So we should, you know, beyond just their names and their faces, see people as God's children, okay? See, see the healer in the believer. See the prophet in the believer. See beyond what you can say in physical, okay? See them as God, as God sees them. So you can easier, you know, easily receive from them. So you have a spouse that, or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a friend or a, or a, or a sibling that works in, in, in the miraculous. Don't just, don't just see and say, my younger brother. It will cut off your flow of receiving. Especially in homes, you know, 
At home now, I'm just to learn. It's fine. Especially amongst, no, not my family, in my, my extended family, my siblings, I'm just to learn. Now, it's good at that level. But when there's a need of the anointing, that to learn may not be enough for them. That's that respect that, okay, he's a called man. He's sent. So, so don't formalize the anointing. Be able to see beyond just, he's my friend. Be discerning, be spiritually smart, be intelligent. Amen. Is that good? Is that good? So that's important, okay? It should always be true. The first has no honor in this country. Now, number two, it was in Galilee. Now, in Galilee before, he told us wine, you know, like previously. So they knew that, the man knew that the guy had miracles working power because he had the head of him turning out to wine. So it's important that we share testimonies. When we, when we share testimonies, people begin to understand, they see what God can do, and they begin to expect it. But when we all these things, we all this because they're forming, let's be humble, let's not brag and all that. We are keeping people from, from, from receiving from God. When people hear that, okay, in that church, oh, when you get out, you pray for you, get healed. People will come. So there's a place of deliberately sharing testimonies. If God does anything for you, loud it. If God does anything through you, loud it also. It's not, it's not a personal brag. You are bragging in God and you are allowed. The Bible says, let him that boast make his boast in the Lord. You are allowed to boast in God. In fact, God brought the life in you, boasting in him. When you say, I am the second of Jesus Christ, God is, God is, 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 is blessed by your brag. He loves, your bragging is worship. When you brag in him, it's worship. When you brag what he has done for you, it is worship. It's not, it's not pride. It is worship. It's worship. When you, when you tell people God's word, the Bible says, I will heal the sick. You are not bragging. You are boasting in God. So, we should cultivate boasting in the name of the Lord. Boasting in Christ. Boast what God can do through you. What God has done for you. Make people, you know, let people see what God can do for them also. Or what can do through them. See, when people see many, many, many young people working, working miracles, they want to be like you. They want to, they want to serve your God. But when we all, we, everybody just, when we get to when we get to, get to money, money, just pack it, just form regular guy, you know, regular guy, talk like them, look like them, you know, it begins to make us look like we are like them. Do you understand? So there's a place of deliberately sharing your testimony. Let them know who you are, what you can do in Christ. Don't audit. Brag about it. Make your boast in God. It is important. Amen. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. So, thirdly, he came to Christ for healing. No, I, I said before that man in Christ is God's agency for healing. Now, people can pray to God for healing. Unbelievers, it might never work. Do you understand? They came to Jesus. They did not pray to God for healing. They came to man, you know, in quote, man in Christ. So, we as believers... We are God's agency on the earth for healing. We are responsible for healing the sick. So it's not what God says say to FM. It's not what God will do. It is what the man in Christ do what God has done. If the sick will be healed, it is will I get them healed? Why right? he told them in Matthew 10, Matthew 10, Luke 10, the same thing. He told them, go and heal the sick. You hear my point here? So we must go to them. They must come to us. Okay? Not go to God directly. It may never work. Okay? They come to man in Christ for healing. Now, now for the believer, we can buy ourselves lambano healing. Amen. Right? Because for us, 
ready in our accounts, ready as a so we can by ourselves live off eating. But for the unbeliever, we have to directly go to, they have to come to us or we go to them. So it doesn't happen, it is not, it's not God that failed, it's us that failed. Amen. So it is my job to heal the sick. It's what? It's your job to heal the sick. Say, 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 say right now. It is my job to heal the sick. It is my job to heal the sick. It is my job to heal the sick. I will lay my hands on the sick and they will recover. Say well. Say well. One more time. One more time. This is who you are, okay? It is your job to do it. See, people, some, some people might be waiting for, you know, okay, I first ill headache, you know, before I jump to malaria or typhoid. It's not so. Whatever issue you find, pray for, stick to. Your milk might start with cancer. And you get my point here. Don't, don't think that I make it. Cancer long, long. No, 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 no. You are man in Christ. You are man in Christ. The same power that cures headaches, cures cancer. You are man in Christ. It's the exact same power. So, don't wait for, you know, small opportunities. Whatever you see, deal with. You see a growth, deal with it. Hunch back. Same thing, deal with it. Okay? At least, do what they are told. Speak to the lands. Glory to God. Awesome. So we also see that the boy was terminally ill. Terminally ill. Close to death. But it did not, it did not matter. In fact, Christ did, Christ did not say, ah, He only spoke the word. So it does not matter what the issue is. The same power gets the job done. Before, this, before the power talking us, there is no big or small issue. They are all the same thing. Because we are far above, so there's no power that, there's no issue that is, that is close to them. We don't need to sweat over. We are far above all of them. So, everything before the power talking us is the same thing. It's the same thing. The same thing. So we just have to, you know, see them that way that we can, you know, properly address, address them. Glory to God. Now, we, we see also that Christ said, many won't believe if they don't see miracles. Now, that, that's, that's not a bad thing. The facts. Facts are facts. And they don't care about our feelings. Okay? It's a fact that many will not believe the miracles. But thank God we can do miracles. So that's not a problem. That's not a problem. Okay? So it's now on us to show God to them by living a life of miracles. There are people that will not believe until they see God at work through you. It's why we cannot play about these things. We are responsible for people's life and death. Okay? Some people go to hell because people don't do their jobs in Christ. But when we live this, when we live a life of miraculous, we will see many more people saved. People can cry and say, eh, but in Christianity, no, clinical, clinical, pastor, pastor did not do, my pastor did not say, did not say something, he didn't do this, that church, they didn't do so and so and so. You, what are you doing? You know, it's very easy to point fingers and say, that church, they don't have to pray. You that can pray. How long are you praying? What are you praying for? You get that? So, it's on all of us to do this, this not, not, not the pastor, not, not even your church. It is on you. Okay, uh, we're not doing miracles. Uh, you go and do the miracle. If you also church, you're man in Christ. Do it also. So it's on, it's on all of us to live life of the miraculous. It's on you, Victor. It's on you too. It's on you. Glory to God. 
Amen. It is on you. You are responsible for this. You are responsible for it, okay? So live a life of the miraculous. We have a lot at stake. Okay? The stakes are high. So we all have to deliberately cultivate and pursue a life of miracles. Awesome. So the guy came and said, just to follow him to his house, okay? You know, but Christ did not go. He only spoke a word. He only, are you following me? He only spoke a word. Just one word was enough. Just one word. So he spoke and the guy was healed at home. So we don't always have to go to people to heal them. We can send the word on the errand. See, your word is your servant. You can send, he sent his word. So we can also send our word. You can send your word on the errand. Says Bible says Mark chapter twenty four. Says you will have whatsoever you say. So you can send your word to go and get a job done for you. Your faith is a servant. Your word communicates your faith. Okay, you can send your word on errand. So the Bible, the the case in the Bible of the official that said, I'm a man of that, man of that authority. My sister won't come, he come, goes, he goes, and all that. Says that's way it works. When I speak. My word must come to pass. I can send my word on an assignment. So when I seek, I fire away. I can send my word to that person. You know, also we can type our word and get the job done. This is work every way, okay? But you must take action. You must practice. Glory to Jesus. So the when I seek, pick up that phone and make a decree. This is in the UK. No problem. Make a decree. It's in Australia. Make a decree. Okay? Make a decree. Make a decree. In fact, now, this sick guy, not even yet just directly. Only, only, only his father had him. Only his father had him, okay? And he still got miracle where he was. See, see how easy that is? It's so easy that even, even a person cannot hear you, he can get it where he is. So it means I can even type it. Do you understand? Is it practical? Is it, is it doable? Practice it. Sometimes it's an headache. You know, practice it. Sometimes type on Twitter. Ah, my head bangs. Practice it. So I, I do. I have to reply to the person on the, on the timeline. Tell the person, yeah, he's yeah, he just right now. Uh, okay, it's actually gone. It works. In DMs, in WhatsApp status. You know, everything works. It works. But you practice. Now, don't just be a yearer. And so, and so, and so, and so. Oh, she. Amen. Practice it. This is that they are fine in hearing. They are really in doing. Do you understand? Follow me. Feedback. Practice. Pray in someone's DM. It works. It works. Victor, right? It works. You've done it before. It works. Practice. Amen. Just send your word. The word works. The word works. Say the word works. The word works. When I speak, things happen. I will have whatsoever I say. Awesome. So the man just, just believed Jesus and went, okay? And at, at, at the same time, you know, when he spoke, his son was healed right at the same time. Why? He sent his word. So, of course, you can lay hands, right? You can also just speak the word and healing happens. It is so easy. Why? God's will is healing. 
gospel is healing. See, just practice. You see it works. Just try it out this week. Try it out. Try it out. See, you can't make person more sick. Walk on local by the first place. Right? So, you can't make it worse. It can only get better. So, try. That's nothing to lose. So, just try. Okay? Practice doing the word. Awesome. See, you know that thing. When it comes to healing and faith, usually the, the only faith you need is just to obey the word. If you're a believer, you have all the faith you need. Is it not enough? Is it enough? Okay. If you're a believer, you have all the faith you need inside of you. You're a believer. You have faith. It's simple. It's English. You're a believer. You have faith. Right? So, you just need to practice obeying the word. Just obey. Don't, don't pray for God. I want more faith. Oh God, obey the word. The more you obey, the more you grow in these things. See, tell us to that. Okay. Like saying, I have money in my account. I, I, don't, I don't need some, 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 some special faith to make a withdrawal. I need to know how banking works. That I go online, I log in, I, I press send, and it sends. That's what I need to know. So, so also, for the believer, we have this in our account. They are already ours. It is already in your account. Healing is in your account. So, we don't, we don't need faith what's in your account. You need to know how to operate the banking system. Do you understand? And how do you operate? We speak and we receive. Amen. So, don't, don't, don't wait for some big faith. All you just, you just need to know how much is in your account. You need to know the things already yours in Christ. They can make a withdrawal on those things. So, there's it in your account. There's power in your account. So you can just make a withdrawal of the power and healing already in your account and dispense to the person that needs it. Glory to God. So, someone is not praying for more faith. Go and obey the word. Go and obey the word. Go. It's not, it's not a faith problem. It's really an example of obedience. Obey the word. Pray for the sick. Pray for the sick. Pray for the sick. Now, don't pray to God. Speak to the issue. Don't pray to God. It's not even matter what God has done. God has done. You move. God has moved in Christ. It is now your move. It's your move now. It's your move now. It's not about God has moved. God's will is clear. God's will is healing. It is not my move. What will I do? What God has done? So right now, if you don't have what you need, it's not God's fault. It's your fault. You cannot fault God. All things are now yours. Okay? So it can never be God's fault. It is now on the believer to lambano or to dispense. Glory to God. Glory to God. This is who you are now. Okay? Mark 11. Mark 11, 24. Mark 11. Mark 11. Mark 11, 24. Mark 11, 24. Are we following, please? Are we learning? Is it making sense? Is it practical? Hey, that me alone. Is it doable? Awesome. Mark 11, 24. Look at that. He says, 
believe you have received and then you will have. See, he's saying that when you pray, even before you see it, believe you already receive it. Now, look, follow it, follow, follow me clearly. When you pray, believe that you have received. Meaning that you don't need faith to receive from God. Be- follow me clearly. Just follow close, okay? Believe you have received. So on God's part, it's not a faith problem. Believe, it's not believe so that you can receive. Believe you have received. And then you will have. So you need faith to lay hold, not to receive. See, it's like saying that um, you asked me for 200k. And I said, you know, my part, of course, 200k, I give 200k. So, on my part, you asked, I give. Okay? Now, I'm saying that you don't need faith to ask God before He gives you. Now, you need faith to actually, now, you know, I release it to you. I've already given it to you. Okay? Now, between when, you, when I release it and when you see that's what you need faith to do. You need faith to, to lay hold of what God has already given freely. Is that clear enough? So, this is what it means. Let's, let's break it down. Now, when I pray for the sick, it's a done deal. I must believe it's a done deal. Then, I will see it as a done deal. Knowing that, on God's part, it is always a yes. It is never a maybe. It's, never, it's not, not a come tomorrow. It's not, not a maybe, maybe not. So, it's, it's not on me. Okay? On God's part, it's always a yes. It's, it's simple. Okay? On God's part, it is always a yes. So, I must believe that on God's part, it is a yes. When I believe that, I will have it. So every person right now, I must believe that he's healed. It's on me to believe the person is healed before we will see the healing. It's simple, right? It's simple. It's very simple. Pray. When you pray, believe you receive it. Why? God cannot fail on that part. God, God, God will not, on his own part, God will never fail. It's a done deal. Okay? When I believe, I will see it. Not, not, not that I will see it and then believe. I will believe and then I will see. So it means that when I don't see it yet, it does not mean it's not yet done. That's the point. Amen. When I don't yet see it, it does not mean it is not yet done. If I have to see before I believe, it's no more faith. But the way faith works is this, that before I see, I believe. Then I will see it. So pray for a sick person, you know, before you see the healing, believe. Say, check. Because why? You believe. Then check. Then we'll see it. That thing, it's not, it's not, it's not what makes me know it has been done. I believe, or that's why I check it out, because I already believe. When you pray, believe. Good enough? Clear enough? Why people quiet? Clear enough? Yeah. Glory to God.
It's actually very easy, okay? When you pray, for anything at all, believe first, then you'll see it. Now, it means that when I don't see, I can't start crying. If I start crying, it means I never had faith. I never, I never believed. Faith is in believing before you see. Glory to Jesus. Okay? We also see that the man's son was healed at exactly the same time Jesus Christ spoke. Okay? So we should all, you know, we should all desire that level of efficiency. Now you speak once and the job is done. Crave it. Practice. Okay? Practice it. It's practice. Pray and check it out. Then keep going after it. Pray more about it. Just, you know, you can, that's why I said, we, we must all gym. The more you gym, there it becomes. For the sick, the more healing you will see. And the quicker it happens also. The more you pray in tongues, the easier also the power flows through you. Is that good? So practice, you know, practice in your, in, everywhere. Pray, sometimes in prayer. In studying God's word, then go out and practice healing. The more you do it, the more it increases on you, okay? But we must all desire to be that efficient that once you, once you say the word out, it gets done. It is practice. Sometimes then, just speak a word and see what will happen. Practice it. Practice. Make a command. And just practice it. You are practicing. It's deliberate. Practice. With anything. With an headache. With a pain. With a boil. Practice. Okay? Practice. You know we have Harry Potter School of Witchcraft, have you? School of Harry Potter. School of Witchcraft. What is School of what? School of... Harry Potter. School of what? Wizardry. Uh, witchcraft. No, witchcraft. Uh-huh. What are they doing? They are, they are learning and practicing. It's where it works. For everything that is spiritual. You practice. You learn. In the OCOC, that's the school of prophecy. School of prophets. We all have to learn these things, okay? We have to cultivate how it works. Learn how it works. Practice spirituals. Glory to God. Now, power is communicated via words. Now, we see in this that Christ only said, your son lives. Now, he didn't say, be healed. He only said, your son lives. Now, in that second command was, be healed, live long, live well. Now, in praying for the sick, you don't have to always be specific. It's not until you say the right words for it happens. It's not until you can find the, the exact bone that is pain in the person that your nerve bone in the middle will be healed. It's not, it's not until then. See, be healed is be healed. Okay? Of course, speak as lead. Okay? But anything you say will work. It's not by saying the, the right verb, the right grammar, the right tense. Nah. Okay? And be For example, the guy that, that was brought down from the roof and Christ said, this is forgiven. That will that, that, get, get the job done. See, in, in this case right now, you see that the guy came in sick, follow me please, and Christ said, this is forgiven. What was he saying? Sickness and sin, they are like twins. Sickness is rooted in, in sin in the course of Genesis 3. It also means that when you are forgiven, sin has sickness has no right on your body. When you are forgiven, sickness has no right on your body. And because you are in Christ forgiven already, it has become illegal for you to be down with sickness. Do you understand that? When you are forgiven, you are also healed. They go together. Amen. So for the believer in Christ, even when you make mistakes, you are already forgiven in Christ. So therefore, sickness has become 
a legal for you. Now don't say, eh, because I sinned, why I'm sick now. Nah. It's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal. It's illegal or you are forgiven already in Christ. See, devil can trick people and first make a mistake and then bring the sickness. It's not God, it's the devil. Cast it out. Don't, don't allow, don't, 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 don't excuse it. Don't say, ah, because I did make some some mistake. No, don't, don't excuse it. Deal with it. Why? You are forgiven in Christ, so therefore you are already healed in Christ. And by his stripes, you were healed. So the day you were saved, you were also healed. Glory to God. Someone can say, ah, I, that year I, I lived a very bad life. You know, I made mistakes. It's why I feel so sick and all that. The devil is playing pranks on you. You are the healed of God. Yes. Amen. You are the what? Healed of God. There was a prank star. If you allow him, he will build the house on, he'll build the house on that matter. Okay? By his stripes, you were what? Healed. Awesome. So, practice these things. Okay? Speak to the sick. If you can lay hands, lay hands. If you can't, give a command. Check it out. How do you feel right now? Check. Okay? Practice speaking and receiving. We all can. Let's rise. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do practical. Let's rise. Rise, rise. Everybody rise. Everybody rise. Everybody rise. Everybody rise. Amen. Can I spray in tongues for a few minutes? Let's pray in the Lagos for two minutes. Two minutes. Let's pray in the Lagos for Leprodoso, Tepri, Gedi, Asataya. Mato go prada gadesu tolo dogo prada gadosa. I prada gizoto prada gizata prada gadosa keda gadosa. Okay, thank you. Mato pralisa prada gosa. Mato go prada gosa kada gizikiya gadasa. Okay, amen. So we 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 need specimen. Anybody sick? Specimen. Specimen. Anybody? Anybody? No, we go back. Anybody? Anybody? The prayer point. Okay. Not, not, might not be, might, might be a boil, a pain on, the, on your body, something, just something that we, can, that we can work with. Anybody? Anybody? If you do, please help me come out. A boil, a pain, anywhere. Don't be shy. If you have to come out, don't waste my time. Are you dragging? Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Okay. I need a, a minister. Who wants to try? Who wants to try? Who wants to try? What's your name? What's your name? Yeah, come, 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 come. I like calling neutral people. Yeah. It's awesome. Alright. Don't be shy, don't worry, at church. Like, what's the issue? Yeah. Okay. So she has a boy. This this should be interesting. Okay? Amen. Okay, it's not it's not on you, okay? It's the power. Just give it, give it command. Are we following? Are we following? Yes, I, need, I need our attention. Okay? So she has a boil on her armpit, okay? What should happen to the boil? What don't happen to it? She disappear. This should be fun. Okay? Just speak. You have to speak it out too. Make a command. Yes, follow. You're not following me, see? Be bold.
Anybody else? Anybody else? Another example that I can work with? Anybody? After I mean anybody, any prayer points that we can just that we can do, speak and, and receive right now? Anyone? Anyone? Any health issue? Any health issue? Any health issue we should try? No, I can't balance, please. Let's be serious. Quickly, anybody else? Anybody? Who have you checked? Let's look for our boy. What's the prayer point? Quickly, time, quickly, quickly, quickly. Hey, read it out now. Okay. Anybody else who can try it out? Okay, just help me, okay? Try it. We just try it out. Practice speaking. Give commands. Speak to issues. Speak to issues. It rushes. She find it now. Okay, speak with. Okay, see, see. Amen, amen. See for the believer, you can by yourself speak to every issue. Amen. You can speak to every issue yourself. See for the believer, don't want to pray for you. Pray for yourself. Stick to the issue. Don't just keep quiet. I'm rubbing rub on your on your boy. I know. Why do I put rub on his penicillin? Right. Speak to it. Speak to it. See, even if you use drugs, still speak. Cultivate speaking. Amen. Come just thank God for his word. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.